Welcome back, everyone. Ooh, man, that music. Great, Griff. Great uh, yeah, choice. Yeah, great ch- ch- choice. Um, we didn't just pick this in post. Uh, you know, we did two weeks of wrestle-themed wrestle movies, so Murray... Intake. What intake? Uh, what, what's your <laughs> what's my intake? What's your intake on WrestleMania 35? Uh, I didn't watch any of it. Oh wow! Okay, because I makes... don't have the WWE Network, and I'm not paying fifty dollars for a pay per view. <laughs> okay, that makes two of us. I heard Ronda lost. I was kind of sad about that, but I like Becky Lynch, so I'm glad she won. Yeah. I, uh, overall, I heard it was eight hours, and I said that seemed really long. That, that's like a work shift. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody explained it. I think it was my brother was telling me. Oh, they did like two different events basically so it was like smackdown event or something and then they did wrestlemania so it was like wrestlemania was technically only seven hours but they did an hour yeah i i feel bad for the fan like could you imagine going to a sports event i feel bad for the ladies who were the first ever to main event because i don't care how great the event is if you're in the audience, you're burnt the fuck out yeah. after seven and a half hours. Exactly. Like, uh, it's kind of playing into what I was going to ask you there. It's just like, I going to a football game or some, like a baseball game, after like two hours, three hours like of sitting there, it's just like, I'm done. Like, those seats are not comfortable. The concessions are expensive. Going to the bathroom sucks. How could you do that for... I mean, you got to get there early too, so you're probably there for nine or ten hours. Uh, yeah, rough. Uh, that's fucking crazy. So, oh man, from one crazy to another crazy here. We've got Tango and Cash, which I was surprised about to find out about last week. I was very delightfully surprised. Yeah, this movie you is know, amazing. It's it's funny because a lot of people consider you and I the Tango and Cash of podcasts. I would like to believe so. I don't say that because my name's Tim Tango and your name's Griffin Cash. Yeah. It's because <laughs> it's just the coolest name ever. We're polar opposites, yet we get along perfectly. We make the perfect podcast. Perfect. Just like Tango and Cash. We're the three little bears. We make the perfect bowl of porridge every time. Well, no. Only one of them made a perfect one, and then one made that was too hot, and one made that was too cold. Oh, but we make the one that's just right. We're like the baby bear. We're like the baby bear, yes. Uh, the baby bear podcasting. I mean, that kind of plays into this gay theme you keep throwing in here What am I throwing? What are you, what? <laughs> gay theme? You keep bringing in some kind of gay tones in every week. No, I'm just... Look, you're calling it like look, it is. Yeah, I'm calling it like it is. If you really look, I didn't see. I obviously I was too dumb to realize when I was a kid when these movies were coming out. No, all '80s action movies are super homoerotic. Like if you're gay and you listen to this and you like these movies, I get it <laughs> because there's some super gay tension in all these movies. I'm. I still say that Randy was not Hulk's brother. Okay, he, he was his brother, but he wasn't his brother by blood. <laughs> I'll stick to that. <laughs> oh man! But uh, Griff, you had some 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 interesting factoids about this so movie. This movie is absolutely nuts. Like we've talked, of course, about Cobra uh, previously, and how that movie was a train wreck. And Stallone single handedly was like directing scene. He produced a big punch, a big bunch of it. Set designing. It, he was designing all kinds of things. The laser gun. You'll notice that t- uh, Cash uses it in this movie. Gigantic, the, yeah, that gigantic I love, like, laser. He has this tiny little snub nose pistol with a fucking huge laser. And then, and then you see at the end. I'm sorry if I'm getting ahead of each other, but he had 
he had a machine gun yeah. with a regular scope and a laser scope on top of the regular scope. Dude, this is what I remember of like watching because uh, I kind of got out of the phase for a little while there. And when I would go back, that's that's what I would see the villains have is like those scopes on Every, scopes. Yes. Well, it's it, 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 it harkens back to Escape from New York where Snake Plissken had an Uzi with a scope on it. Like you like how are you supposed to? Like put an Uzi up next to your eye, and, like, yeah. Shoot it. Like it made no sense. It looked cool, and that's why they did it. But we got we got to do uh, the was it Escape from L.A. Well, one of these that'll days. That'll be my so, next yeah. what the fuck episode. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Not what the fuck episode. Um, if you oh fuck you, if you say Escape from L.A. is a good movie. Oh fuck no, you. I just mean that's a terrible name for that segment. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Once again, you're like the you know, the Republicans with uh, Obamacare. Yeah. What's your solution? <laughs> you just want to get rid of it. You have nothing to replace. Repeal it. what the fuck episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you call your episode where the fuck you want. My episodes are what the fuck. So this movie, again, Stallone had to play a huge role in keeping it together. Did he really? Or did he? Was he always like, throwing a, like, like a monkey wrench and everything so he'd have to take over? This wasn't him saying it. This is like a lot of the cast and crew saying it. Five different director, directors got fired from this movie. Every it, which seamless. one of them. It doesn't seem like, you know, it seems like one director did it all. It's very seamless. Every one of them Stallone stood up for. He didn't shit on anybody. He was to always their like, face. He, that's a good point. I mean, you got to remember, this was Stallone at the peak of his fame. But, the, like, but he then was again, the people the most even powerful came, man in Hollywood. People even came out, like some of the directors even came out and said, no, Stallone, Stallone really did. Okay. It was just like when you go 20 mil, 20 mil over budget, you can't fire Stallone. He's the face of the fucking movie. You can't. Apparently, you were telling me Kurt Russell almost was Mel Gibson, and it's funny because Kurt well, Russell's character, yeah, his character, well, well, no, he wasn't. Kurt Russell wasn't almost Mel Gibson. He was almost Martin Riggs in Lethal Weapon. Well, yeah, but he turned down. According to IMDb,m you know, we never like check facts. IMDb, we just, huh? we just look at I, IMD. What is, what is it? Just I, add some letters to I it. I because <laughs> we're in it with our gay theme. And yeah, I just we just look at that and we're like, okay, it's fact, right? Well, so according to that, it's a fact. I don't know. But uh, I, what what I really want to talk about, like, so I ended up coming across um, one of the main villains of this movie, John Brown or something like that. I can't remember his name anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's not even close. It's like Brian James. Brian John or something. No, yeah, it's Brian James. Okay, Brian James. So he was yeah. he was casted for a very small role, and then when he finally showed up. He, uh, you know, he just really got into his character like a good fucking heel in wrestling, and he came at it with this chalkney accent. Chalkney? Is it chalkney? <laughs> I knew it as soon as I said it. I was like, "What did I fuck up this time?" Uh, that's that one's for you, Stuart. No, it's Cockney accent. Cockney. It's Cockney. very a very uneducated. I English thought it was Macaulay Cockney accent. Uh, it's, anyway. when, you, when you think about the perfect Cockney accent, I always go back to. Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. That's what it's like. <laughs> so he throws out one of those Dick Van Dykers yeah. and Kurt Russell and Stallone. By the way, they're basically ad-libbing this movie. They're improv That's what it felt like. 90% of it. And Josh Brown, John Brolin, whatever we said Brian his name was. Brian James. Brian James <laughs> was like, yeah, every day we basically ran into a problem where there was no more script. And so Stallone would be like, hey, give me five minutes. He'd run back to his personal toilet. That I'm impressed by because it does flow. Yeah, it, it's it got a good flow. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, they said their scenes were constantly being stopped because it was like, oh shit, we don't have any script anymore. 
So they would just <laughs> get it out. This was supposed to be like a two-week shoot or five-week shoot How is this not a Golden Globus production? That sounds totally like what would happen exactly. in a Cannon film. Like, again, this is why this well, was There's no done. way a Cannon film would even cost $20 million, let alone go $20 million over. Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. So people constantly credit for St- Stallone for keeping okay. this movie together. He, he's okay? Man, so he, he was gravity for this fucking crazy movie. Uh just rewrites everywhere. They went through several directors. They were constantly like, hey, you know what? It got to the point where John Brolin. Brian James. Brian James was like, I think. Don't, sure. don't talk to me anymore. Because <laughs> people kept trying to change his character. And he's like, no, we got it. Like, they like I it. nailed I, this cockney, this chockney <laughs> accent. accent. He's just like. Fuck out of here. They like it. I love it. We're keeping it. So. It, it, it's it's nuts. And then the last, the best part about it all, he complained because he's like, it didn't get advertised enough. I mentioned that to you, and you're like, I remember it being advertised. Uh, yeah, I saw this in the theaters. I remember it being plenty advertised. Yeah. Well, he complained that it wasn't advertised enough in America. I thought it was a hit here. Was it a, was it a bomb here? No. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a hit. I mean, it oh. barely made back its money. That's but even weird. still, that was like, it was like a, I want to say a $60 million budget. Up from okay. forty million, and it made eighty million. So it just it just okay. barely broke water. Okay. Uh, it's huge in Russia. Apparently, they advertised the fuck out of it in Russia, to the point where Brian Johnson went over there. It's called vodka and rubles. <laughs> and, he went over there, and, and <laughs> they fucking swarmed him. He's like, "How do they know me?" Because of that Chalkney accent, that chalk- dude. Do the Chalkney accent. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds just like a Russian. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. You want to add anything to this, or do we just. No, need I want to. Was there. I'm, I'm glad people. It took a while, but I'm glad people enjoyed the Hulk Hogan movie because this this might be another two hour one because there's so much to unload with this movie. Uh, yeah. So much goodness. So strap yourself in and enjoy it's Tango fine. and Cash. Let's hit that trailer, Griff. I'll tell you one thing. Whoever set us up is really connected. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Relax. Soak. And don't flatter yourself. Meet Ray Tango. He likes money. He's a Kong. He's a go. But doesn't bother with cash. Meet Gabe Cash. He won't dance around trouble and doesn't mind stepping on toes. I hate you karate guys. Two of L.A.'s top rival cops are having a good time staying in rhythm. You know me, huh? Yeah, I hear you're the second best cop in L.A. That's funny. I hear the same thing about you. But they're going to have to work together, even if it kills them. Like now! We'll take it. No. That's one of a kind. We won't put a scratch on it. Sleep with my sister. I was so drunk, I honestly, I don't remember, okay? Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell. <laughs> Tango and Cash. Yeah, that's what you need to go with. Let's find a nice <laughs> version of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a pretty good trailer. We didn't watch it. Um, of course, now that we know this movie, 
Did you see like a trailer for this movie before? No, I haven't seen okay. it. No. So I imagine they build up that there's these two legendary cops. So, of course, this movie's got to start with building up these two it's legendary like, cops. It's like James Bond movie where they have an action scene, yeah, like a pre-credit. The cold opening. Yeah. So we get that nice, sweet cold opening. And we see, and I wanted to, I, I forgot to crack this can uh, at, at the top half here. But um, I'm really thinking there's something happening here with, uh, What's his name? Ray Tango? I think it's Ray, Ray Tango. Tango. Ray yeah. Tango and Gabriel Gabe, Gabe Cash. Cash yeah. So Ray Tango, I'm pretty sure, is Mikey from Over the Top Grown Up. He's got all the rich, snobby things that Mikey had, but then he's also got all these gritty things that... I never thought about them. You're right. This is almost like a Mikey Lincoln Hawk kind of scenario. It's the, it's it's a story of the oldest time. The snob versus the slob. Yeah. Classic 80s trope. Yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. You know, all those kind of things. But I mean, it's just like at his core, he did have those slobby elements, but he just well, like no, no, he, he's No, oh, no. I wouldn't say he's a slob. He's, he's gritty. Yeah. And I think he learned them from his dad, Lincoln Hawk, because there's a lot of clues that made me think, you know who would say something like that? Little Mikey Hawk, because he starts talking about counting calories and shit, and he's like shaming people and like talking about stocks all the time. And well, he's not he's not doing that right now. Yeah. Right now, he's, he's chasing. There's an escape semi. I just want to put Mikey Hawk in people's minds. Okay. When they think I, about I get this. it. I dig it. So there's a tractor-trailer. Tractor it's like hauling gas and hauling ass. Mm. And our man, Ray Tango, in his car that a cop could never afford. But we'll learn how he has mm-hmm. that car later on. He gets so... So he's like... I, we're going to say it's a Mercedes. I have no fucking... We don't know about I, cars. I, we're only from Detroit. We don't know about cars. Yeah. And so he, he, he outruns the, 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 the uh, gas tanker. About, he's about a mile ahead, stops his car, gets out. Well, I didn't get this part. All right. He's got a fully loaded gun. He empties all the bullets out of his gun. Okay, I have to imagine it's because he's replacing it with metal piercing like, bullets, <laughs> some kind of stronger piercing? round. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Because, yeah, then he puts them in. I thought he was going to put just one in and be such a badass he was going to make that one perfect I thought, shot. I thought that was what was happening, but, too. But he doesn't do that. He just reloads his gun. He reloads his gun. I guess he had nothing to do. He was like a mile ahead of these guys. Yeah. And they're not stopping. And, of course, he stopped his car, and he is standing in the middle of the road. So he's about to get murdered. And just, you got to tell you... This isn't a normal guy, Crook, driving this truck. This is Robert motherfucking Zadar. I didn't even notice this until I watched this movie. Like, I put this movie on when I got home, and I started that scene. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Face right there. Yeah, his he character's goes, named Face for some he reason. He goes by Face. <laughs> and Well, I, I, doesn't even, I just saw it in the, the IMDb. I didn't even know if he's ever called by his name, is he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but he's there. I could have... I was like... Why the fuck wasn't Branscomb Richmond in this, like, in the seat next to him? Because that's just be the perfect role for him, but it wasn't. Dude, he's probably busy on five other movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a Chuck movie going on at the same time. <laughs> and so, yeah, so Cash is just chilling. There's a fucking goddamn tanker barreling down on him. And he's as cool as a cucumber. Yeah. And he's he, like, takes his glasses off, like, cleans them, puts them back on. He's really just milking this. Whips out the gun and so boom, boom, just starts with his armor-piercing bullets. Yeah. Starts fucking hitting. And then for some reason, they slam on the brakes. They're so terrified. Like, like they slam he on the brakes. He shoots out a tire, and they're like, oh, shit, a tire. <laughs> we only have 18 other, like 17 <laughs> yeah. others on there. What are we going to do? We better break. <laughs> 
So the guy slams on the brakes. And this is the 80s, guys, because nobody wore seatbelts. Yeah. So and they- it just so <laughs> happened. I like how uh, uh, Tango did this. He shot both windows. So it softened him up. So when he broke, uh, when they broke really hard, it shot like they just shot through the yeah, windows. Like, no like catapult, they went flying through the windshield, mm. and they splattered right in front of our man Tango. And this movie, if you like one-liners, this is the movie for you. If you love banter, this movie's for yeah. you. Yeah. So Tango immediately hits him with, hey, uh, "Glad you could drop in." Uh, why don't you, uh, you, oh, you boys like jewelry? And he pulls out some handcuffs for him. Oh, I didn't notice that one. Yeah. And then the fucking, uh, they're out of their jurisdiction. Because, you know, fuck, he's like every great cop, he plays by his own rules. Yeah. So the sheriffs come rolling in. They're like, you're out of your jurisdiction, Dude, motherfucker. giving them shit. It was awesome. This scene is great. Yeah, who do you think you are, you, you city <laughs> slicker, you? You probably think you're fucking Rambo. Rambo's a pussy. He says that line, people. While he's adjusting his tie and, and glasses. And then he, and he winks at the camera. And we're like, oh, we get it because he, he's Rambo. Yeah. And so he's like this. Everyone's like, it's a tanker. It's full of gas. Just look at it. Yeah, and well, they're like, we checked, boss. Yeah, it's all gas. This guy's an idiot. There's boys up on the hood like dipping Gas sticks into the gas tank, right. and they're like, like, it's gas. It's good, guys. <laughs> guy's sniffing it. Oh, this is gas, all <laughs> this right. This is real gas. I know. And uh, his captain's like, Tango, what am I going to do with you? Good thing he's got a couple more rounds of those armor-piercing balls, because right. he's like, yeah, you think it's gas? Turns around <laughs> and fucking shoots the and, shit and out of it. Everyone just like, they think it's full of gas. It is full of gas, and they just run for cover. Think it's going to explode because yeah. it is a movie, after all. If you shoot a car, it explodes. Oh, instantly! <laughs> but nah, this one he hits the right compartment. He knew. Yeah, this there's a one as a hidden compartment in the tanker that's holding cocaine, mm. and it just goes. It's, it's, it's like. I guess it's snowing now. It's you know, it's the de- like, it's the uh, desert. So he's just like, oh boys, we came ill prepared. It's snowing, and then like this cap is like Tango, and then slaps him on the back. And so then- before we get to meet Cash, we actually get a little a little uh, jump to our villains who are just yeah. like fucking Tango again. Yeah, this okay. First of all, the main villain, Perrette. Perrette? Perrette. played by the great Jack Palance, who. Who's been in a ton of shit? He's creepy, fucking old dude. He was the Joker's boss in the original Batman movie. He's such a badass. He has David Lopan as one of his underlings, mm. called Quan in the movie. We know he's David Lopan, and then he's got a Hispanic guy named Lopez, and they're just like, "Boss, this fucking Tango guy, he's ruining everything." Yeah. They're like, "He's costing us millions, millions. We just need to get rid of him." And he, Pere, is just like. Griping, he's just like, if it isn't Tango, it's Tango. Cash, and it's like, who's Cash? We don't know who Cash is. His name's not on the title. Who the fuck is Cash? <laughs> well, we're about to find out who Cash is. Right. Once again, another cop driving a car way out of his pay grade. Wait. You got like this classic like '60s car. I I do like Cash though because he's very down to earth. He's living in a. He shit is a hole. man of the people. He is. He's living in like a slum, and he is the the light of their world. Right. He's the slob. To Tango's snob. Yeah, he's and, the actual good cop who like keeps it real so, with, with his right, you, know, you know precinct. Precinct? Wow. His no. Neighborhood. Distinctions. Yeah, that's it. And so the kids like cash. Oh, heck, you know, he plays stickball with him on the weekends. Stickball, you know. soccer, stick and hoop, everything. <laughs> stick and 
They're <laughs> <laughs> like really old school. Like, eh. So yeah, so he's a man of the people. So he's and he's got his groceries and he's getting ready to go to his shithole apartment. Gets in his room, drops his groceries off, and of course, you know when you're as beautiful as Kurt Russell, and you've if got you, that you, hair, right? If you have a fucking body length mirror, of course you're gonna kind of. Yeah, if you catch a whiff of yourself, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, what's whoa. that?" Oh, oh shit! He starts unbuttoning his shirt, and he's like, "Oh god damn, I'm great looking!" And then, pow, 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 pow! <laughs> a fucking hand right, just shoots through the mirror. It's like shooting. Did it? I thought. Yeah, I no, didn't he know punches it. through the mirror wow. first. But I, I thought he was like. I assumed. <laughs> we're talking about Daniel and Cash. Anything can happen. Yes. But I assumed he was like in a closet. Like the mirror was on a closet door. It, we, and so no. he punched through a door, and Dude, I don't think it wasn't a door. It was just, just like a wall? mirror hanging there, <laughs> and the guy a mirror hanging in midair is like <laughs> levitating. And the guy <laughs> punches through this levitating mirror. His shoes are not noticed underneath. Ken, it. Cash likes to do magic in his spare time. So <laughs> exactly he's got... illusions. I'm sorry. All right, magic something a whore does. <laughs> so he fucking punches through the mirror and starts shooting at him. Yeah. Cash gets hit. Twice, yeah. And you're like, holy fuck. I thought I came to see Tango and Cash. It's going to be Tango. Ugh. But he gets right back up like the Terminator. Yeah. And like, so the guy, the Chinese guy, the killer, he fucking jumps out the window. Well, you would when you see fucking Cash just like <laughs> rocket back up. You're like, Wait, what, what the fuck? I killed you. So he leaps out the window, falls like three stories, lands on a car, but he's okay. And he just takes off. Hightails it to the, to the parking garage. Yeah, and of course, Cash, who's just like, thank God for the bulletproof vest, which a minute ago we were seeing his bare chest, <laughs> right. and suddenly he has a bulletproof <laughs> vest on. Right. All right. Um, of course, his, I, he boot gunned him. Did he? He did have a boot gun on. That well, was, yeah, that was pretty great. Does. Well, yeah, so, because he had those sweet-ass fucking cowboy boots with those skin-tight jeans. And we find out later more how he gets such cool fucking gadgets. Oh, yeah. Layers, but so layers. yeah. So the guy, the uh, the Chinese assassin, he jumps in his uh, pickup truck and in the, in the parking garage, and uh, I hope he got validated his parking pass because he just starts hightailing it out of there. Cash, his car is like on another level, so he just commandeers a car from some Russian dude that happened to be there. He got his glass no shirt on to let you know he's a Russian that loves America. Yeah, it should have been fucking uh, what's his name. What a country guy! Forget Yakov Smirnov oh, should have had yeah, that yeah. role, but it was. I didn't. I didn't know what was happening there. I thought he was Jewish. No, he was a Russian guy. Okay. Well, I know you have an ear for your uh, for accents, so maybe you picked up a little Jewishness from it. Maybe. But he's like, know. "Hey, I'm taking your. F- I'm a cop. I'm coming here." He's like, "What are you doing?" He's trying to load in gifts. He's like, "These kids need their gifts." <laughs> yeah, he's Italian, also. So, <laughs> Cash is like, "Fuck that!" He just peels out. Doesn't even close the door. The door gets ripped off. Yeah. As the truck goes past. And then. I mean. They have a car chase inside a fucking parking garage. It's uh, hard enough going like 10 miles an hour in a fucking parking garage. And they're like going all over the place. And any devotee of uh, our show knows that my eyes are rolling back. But before <laughs> they reach pinnacle back point, they show some boobs. So I'm right back. That was that. totally a Stallone thing. Stallone's like, we need some boobs here. That'll keep Griff's eyes in the game, right? And that was great. I, we well, we talked about this before the episode. We kind of shed a tear because, man, 
why aren't there any boobs in like action movies anymore, man? What's going on with that? And, like, and I mentioned, like, I'm totally all, gratuitous. I loved it. I'm cool with gratuitous nudity both ways. By the way, and you get it. I'm not. I just like female nudity. But I like this scene because it's these. It, there's like people fucking in a car, and like, you're, why don't you go up to your apartment, buddy? Like, why? Like, maybe yeah. the prostitute and his wife's up there. I don't know. I, I mean, there's, there's a whole story behind these people. I that's, wanna, that's another another Stallone edition. He's it's like, a layer to the onion, right. man. I want to know. But why? she. But all we know about her, she got great tits. She jumps up and her tits are there, and then yeah. then cut to the chase again. And I didn't this. I didn't get this thing. Okay, so there are these like. The what do you call the tube like light bulbs? This tube light bulbs, fluorescent light Flu- bulbs. Okay, fluorescent light bulbs. They're like hanging there. So the two, the four by four is very high up truck, so it's knocking them down. Yet somehow not breaking any of the bulbs because then they start swinging. Oh. oh no, those things break like nothing. Well, yeah, you know, I know your your backyard wrestling history, you know, yeah. career used to have, so you know all about this. Why two Griff? Right, I, I was a big fan of Jericho. But for some reason, they knock them down. They don't break them. So then. Fucking Tang or Cash. I'm going to fuck up Tang on Cash through the whole yeah, movie. I just want to let you know that. Cash goes barreling through up. He starts busting him. I don't know. I guess it just looked cool because that's, that's all the 80s. It was like, this makes no sense. Like, does it look cool? Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> Go with it. Oh, man. He, he Fucking Sloan gave birth to fucking Michael Bay. Does it make sense? No. But it looks fucking cool. It looked cool. And so does the then he, he captures the guy. He just captures the guy. So you know, of course, totally ruins this guy's. Oh, it was pretty fucking sweet because all right. So they're in a parking garage. So there's levels. So the guy, he's like at the bottom level getting out. Tank, uh, Cash goes fuck this shit. He flies off the fucking ramp from the the, uh, the level above and just slams the car right into the guy's truck. So it's like nice. fucking destroys this fucking Russian poor guy. Guy loves America, destroys his car, <sighs> and the guy's like, "What the fuck, you stu-? Oh, No, I'm doing Italian. Point, pointing to his shirt. They like, said glass nose on it, I, and and he's like, "I love Gorbachev," and and then like fucking Cash is a devilish little grin. Goes, eh, "What are you gonna do?" Yeah, and then flirts <laughs> his hair back, flips it. Like, uh. It's like Homer when the, the there was the cop show, the Homer Simpson character. He flipped the scarf. Yeah, flipped his yeah, fucking yeah. Mullet. <laughs> the character that was named Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Oh and, man! So now we get to finally go to our police precinct. Fucking great! Yeah. Uh, but before we see Cash bring in his new perp, it to Tango. You know we got it. We got to throw it over to Tango, and he's having a tiff with what. It's easily his tiff. I mean, a hot piece of ass like Stallone, he's got to have a hot piece of ass yeah. himself. Prime Terry Hatcher in her prime. So gigantic, beautiful eighties hair. I loved it. Oh yeah, she was looking great. So she is upset. She's like, "I'm leaving town." It just looks like a normal couple scuffle. But and she's got a job. She's a dancer, and she's got jobs. I'll take her out of town for a couple. Months. Yeah, she's like, "I want to go see." Some other and shit, like, whole box. I don't know. You need to stay here. I you, no. I don't. You know what happens to people who go across overseas? Man, they get raped. Bring, bring. It's a stockbroker. So now we know why he has such fly ass clothes and a great car because he is a fucking genius on the stock market. Yeah. And you know, I mean, that was great. Little like, cause, like even Stallone knew like the fucking cop can't afford this shit, but right. I'm not wearing some grimy ass clothes. <laughs> so this, we're gonna make him like a stock market genius. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, buy, sell, buy, sell. And he's hangs up. And of and she, course, in this time, uh, Catherine, Catherine, she's just like, you're going to take a, your business call in front of me. So she's just like, 
I'll call you when I get there. And he's like, up? So, you know, he's got people telling him, like, you got to lock that down. <sighs> but he's just like, you need to get bent. And then I think we get over to finally Cash coming Cash, in with his fucking uh, lovable slob that he is, runs in. For some reason, somebody's carrying a pizza on the police oh, station. And like a Ninja Turtle scene, he goes, oh, pizza! He goes, Calabunga, dude! And Grass it's pizza. like the cheese is like stretching 45 inches wide. You know, it's it's beautiful. It's like one of those shots of pizza where you're just like, god damn, I do want to have sex with pizza. And then he goes to his desk, opens the drawer, a little back to foreshadow, because he pulls out his gun. He's like, hey! Who fucked up the sights on my gun? Who's that fucker? He's walking around the <laughs> office pointing his loaded gun at people. Nobody cares. They're like, ah, it's cash. Yeah, exactly. He's like, hey, you got that Twinkie? But people, that's a little back to foreshadow. Yeah. We'll get to that later. So he's Build like, it up a little more. So he's like, what's going on with that Chinese guy? He don't speak English. Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. I was whipping his ass. He was saying, please don't hurt me. Yeah, he's fuck. I heard him driving around in that car yelling, motherfuck you, whitey. <laughs> and he's like, where's he at? Oh, uh, he's in the bathroom. I'm, okay, I got it. And so can we talk about this bathroom? What's the deal with this bathroom? Because there's a table. It's, there's like, newspapers. A, it's like a locker room. Yeah, there's Slash lockers, bathroom. there's showers. There's urinals. There's urinals, like out of an old... Uh, Sports arena. There's a there's a fucking dog chained up like no old bar. Why was the dog there? <laughs> I don't know. God Guarding did. the urinals. Apparently, even dogs get shit jobs. Yeah. Ugh. And the guy's just zipping up Chinese guy, and he's like, "Oh shit!" I am glad that the dog's tip jar was full, though. Oh, that's nice of them. And Cash is like, "Guys, get out of here! I got this." So get make some like go- a tree and beat it. And so we get some good old-fashioned 80s police brutality. But it's okay, guys, because this guy's guilty. So he slams the guy down. Also, Kurt Russell's beautiful, so. He slams the guy down, puts a chair right across his throat, and then sits on the chair. Yeah. And he's like, hey, who are you working for? You don't speak English. Oh, really? And then he leans right on his throat, starts (sighs) choking him, and then he immediately fucking breaks. This guy's a bitch. He's like, I work for Quan! All the talk was a little choking. I mean, he even had to waterboard him. And he's like, of course you work for Quan. I've been watching this. I've been busting this guy's drug bust for ages. So he's and he's like, what's Quan up to? There's going to be this big meet later on. You didn't hear it from me. Okay, (laughs) I got it. Meanwhile, Tango's gets some deets from his buddy, the captain, who fucking loves Tango. He's like, Tango, we got that wiretap. There's going to be a meet from Lopez. Yeah. This and, is the one case where, like, the captain actually likes these, yeah. you know, these two yeah, characters. Yeah, he, like, loves them. Like, like, usually we're used to our hero cops <laughs> being hated. But no, right. fucking captain loves them. He's just like, you're doing my job for me. He's like the smart captain. He's right. like, I just get the glory, and you guys do all the dirty work. So... This is where we're finally going to get that Tango Cash meetup. They're supposed to meet yeah, up at it's this. It's getting so close, and it's just like, oh, yes, I It's like this abandoned steam factory. Yeah. Because there's steam everywhere. There's dripping water everywhere. It's like abandoning it. There's electricity in this place. It's crazy. Right. There's water. There's fucking electricity. There's gas. It's everything, but it's abandoned. And, of course, we're seeing this from, like, the crystal ball view of our villain, Perret. And he's, like, got his rats, and he's, like, Putting his rats to his face and everything. Yeah, don't worry about it. We didn't forget. We're building it up. It's okay. So, 
Well, no. He's, what I love was Requin, the ma- the main henchman. He has a he keeps his rats in a box. No, Parade has the rats. Yes, but he comes up to oh. Parade. He takes care of the rats for Parade, and so he's got this fucking box, like a cigar box, which would make me think. I don't know. No, you know more about rats than I do. If you yes. put two rats in a little box together, would they just kill each other? No. I mean, they're probably uh, habitually dependent because rats come in pairs, so they probably know each other very well. They'd be fine. You wouldn't bring them out like that because rats are very into humans. Like they lo- My rats were excited when I came home. I'm just going to say that. Rats are great fucking pets. Sad, but anyway. Yeah. They're leading Tango and Cash to a nice honeypot situation. They well, can't kill them. Well, though. that's the thing. They're like, Quan's like, they're too fucking dangerous. We have to kill them. He's like, no. Kill them and they become martyrs. We yes. can't do that. Martyrs. We have to play a rat and mouse game. See what I did there? Rat yeah. and mouse game. Because yeah. we always talk about, this is a, these movies are way more cerebral than they get credit for. Oh, no. This guy is just way mind fucking games. And he's like, like this. And he, he has this elaborate table. It's just a mat. Uh, mat a rat. <laughs> Rat maze. Yes, and he puts them in there, and I'm expecting them like they're going to kill each other or something. No, they just go in the maze, and, they just, no, and he goes, <laughs> and then yeah, they're just trying to show like the struggle that he's about to put Tango and Cash through, and right. so that's where again we join in on Tango and Cash. They meet well, up at the Cash going through this maze, and he gets into a room, and well, he sees their Requin. He's like the the, the decoy. So Requin has his ta- ta- oh, his yeah, kinja yeah, yeah. tache case, and he's just like luring them in. Yeah, he's somehow in two places at once. Yeah, he's like well, in <laughs> two halves of the fucking factory. Like he might have. Jumping. Tw- he, it could have been twins. We don't know. It, I mean, they're playing with the shadows there. They're, he keeps going back to the shadows. It's so. Very ninja, very so, shokazugi. He basically leads Tango and Cash to one point where they bomb uglies, and they're right. Like, right. And this there. is where we see that. Tiny little snub nose pistol with a gigantic laser uh, scope on it that Cash has. And I think uh, Stallone Tango just has a regular revolver, police issue revolver. Yep. And they're like, What are you doing here? This is my bus. This is my bus. I could have killed you four minutes ago. And so we get a little banter. This is where the banter starts, guys. It's nonstop from here on out. And they're just like, You know, I don't, I. Yeah. Do you remember any of the banter? Well, you know, they go from just like talking about how big their guns are to how small dicks are when you have a big gun like that. It's, it's typical, like, they're just trying to. Well, they had shame both had very other. tiny guns, so I don't know. I, yeah. So I don't know what's going on with their dicks. And so eventually they get back to business and, like, hey, I've been working this case for four months. And he's like, hey, I've been working for three weeks, stupid, so I know it's better I am yeah, than you. Yeah, like, I. It's funny that I'm here. I've been working this case for three hours, actually. Oh, wow. Three and hours. I'm already here. You've been working this for three months? Wow, you're fucking dumb. Burn. So, so they both walk in together now. They're like, okay, we're cops. We get it. And they're like working kind of together, kind of against each other. And they right. walk It's into like every this... great relationship, it starts out with tension. Yeah. And they walk into this room. And Cash yells out or something, and nothing happens. Well, there's a guy sitting in a chair with his back to them. Yeah. And on the table, there's the Kinjitash shake case open, drugs out, everything. Money, guns, everything laid out. Fentanyl. And he's like, hey, freeze, scumbag. And they're like, wait, he he's freezing too much. What's going on here? <laughs> and they turn it around. Oh, this guy's got like two fucking bullet wounds to the heart, and he's just dead. Yeah. And he's got a, he's got a wire taped to his chest. And. Tango, or TNC as I like to call him in the notes, 
They're confused. What the fuck's going on? And then Cash looks down and he's like, hey, what's my fucking gun? What's my fucking gun doing here? Well, yeah, Cash said that, right? Do you see Cash? I said Cash. Okay. And, and well, like I said, we're going to do this all movie. Yeah. And uh, so the feds all of a sudden just show up. And they're like, oh, no. Caught red handed, guys. No. Is this the fucking trap that Parade was talking about? Yes. Well, it's Parade, but yes. Parade. And, and so they say that in French. In France, they say Parade. And so, yeah, they're like, you scumbags. Yeah, you, you always thought you guys were hero cops. You're nothing but scumbag drug dealers. And you murdered this guy. Motherfucker. And we got the tape to prove it. Rambo was right about you. You're the pussy. And they rip, whip out this reel-to-reel tape that Requin had laid out, like he had gotten from somebody else. That yeah. Some crooked sound expert who, like, type taped it all together. I don't know how he got these, this talk. This comes in in a minute here, but yeah. Well, how did he, I, I still am trying to figure out how he got all the talk that Tang on Cash said that he could put it together. Hey, Golden Globe style, man. <laughs> we don't need to explain Whatever. That. It's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's fucking watertight. Fuck! There's no way out of this. They're guilty. This yeah. tape says they, so. They they have to go to trial. Right. <laughs> okay. So this is what you're getting to. They're they're in court right now. Uh, like because they immediately get confiscated. Uh, confiscated. Uh, you know, handcuffed. They're thrown in jail, and we cut right to them like in court. We and get the fucking newspaper headlines. Hero cops busted. Yeah. And so. They start hearing like, "Oh, you need to take the plea deal because you're fucking guilty." Yeah, you guys are shit. fucked. You got, and then we yeah. see all we see that sound guy from earlier who gave Requin the tape. He's like the sound expert. He's like, "They did it." There's, yeah. there's no way you could see. Yeah, there's a lot of like chopped up like you know edits on this this thing, but it, it's perfect. It's it's like the last episode of Seinfeld uh, where you see all the characters, the Seinfeld characters wronged throughout the seasons. We get, uh, we get some dude, some he, lady, but then you get that Chinese dude. And this is the part that you brought up to me yeah. that really confused you. And Urban Dictionary does have a definition okay. for this word. Yeah. So what happens is he's speaking total Chinese. I want okay. And I we learned to, that he speaks English. I, I do want to point out that they threaten every single witness. Like amongst Tango and Cash, they're just like, "Remind me to stab Jabba the Hutt in the throat." Right. I'll bring the beer. Like they're planning mm. to kill every witness, but well, then, because they're lying, Griff. It's come true. On. It's true. So, so then, yeah. So Chinese the guy, stuff. of course, Cash knows he speaks English. He beat the he beat the fucking Chinese out of him. He's like, you speak <laughs> English now, and so he's like that. And this is where I was like, I actually had to look up the script of this movie to find out what he was saying because he said like it was such a natural thing. He's like. That guy's a fucking uh, square crow. Well, it's and even fucking Tango goes yeah, square crow. <laughs> I was gonna say even Tango is just like square crow. But according to Urban Dictionary, is just somebody who uh, basically says a lot that's wrong. Okay, well he Tango so, uses a lot of slang. He uses foobar a lot in this movie, and constantly <laughs> Tango is like foobar, foobar. And okay, so it's like okay, the the lawyers are like, dude. You're not getting out of this. We need to cop a fucking plea. Yeah. So they have a little like meet up because you know like is, Tango's like the more rational guy. He's like, this is bullshit, but I want to get on with my life, so I'm just gonna cop a plea. We'll get 18 months in a fucking like you know 
cross country club prison. Yeah, exactly. You know? They'll and, never put us in general. And population. you know, fucking no the man, the, the man of the people, cash. He's like, fuck that, man. Like, but then he's like, he comes around. He's like, yeah, all right, you know, we'll take it. It's game recognizing game, and he's just like, Tango does have a really nice suit on, and I am just wearing like a button down V neck, and he's got a bolo tie, and bolo some, tie. got the so, cowboy boots. So he's just, you know, they're they're fighting over who's going to give the statement for the two right. of them. And they do it by birthday, and of course, Tan- or Cash lies about his birthday. And he's like, "Fuck you! I'm February. You're March. You're dumb." And he's just like, "I looked up your file, August sixteenth, bitch." <laughs> so we go back to the trial. You know, we're gonna take the plea deal. Let me give my statement, and he gives this. Tango Eloquent. gives a statement that has everybody like they're pulling out their clean. He's like, "I never." Worked with any cop who was crooked. They're the greatest people in the world. And really his apology boiled down to, I'm sorry, I'm too good at my job. I can't do a Stallone at all. (laughs) What can I say? I'm I'm too good. I'm just too good. But then Cash... He's like, I got something to say too. And then Tango's like, oh no. No, don't, no. You, you, we do the birthday, the birthday. And then Cash is like, this is fucked up. And everybody cheers. They're oh just like, my God. Yeah, they're doing a wave in the fucking background. And fucking, like, then, the female officers are taking their tops <laughs> off and shit. And, and then they're what? throwing beads at them. And then the guy's, nice. order in the court. Order. You're going to jail, mister. 18 months. <laughs> Country club. <laughs> Country club for you. And they're like, okay. Mar-a-Lago. So we cut to, they're inside the uh, the, the van that's going to take them. Yeah, yeah, they're in the bus taking them to prison. And they're and like, they're, we're supposed to left they, four miles back over where there. Are they? I thought they had their heads covered. Yeah. Which seems kind of weird. <laughs> but it's it's hang on cash. We go with it. So they got like, they got like burlap sacks on their head. And there's no windows, so I don't know why they have to have burlap sacks, but... They stop finally, and they open up, and they're in the shit. They're like fucking in Alcatraz. It's like the shittiest fucking prison of all time. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were gonna do our time at a country club. And like this don't look like no country club. And this, you were saying earlier, this is this is an argument against privatization of our prison system because they're not keeping this prison up at all. Yeah, like it's obviously a shithole, and we're gonna learn more about that shithole. I'm gonna learn more about why I say this is a privately owned prison in a minute. Because they're they're walking in, they're getting processed, <laughs> and of course they immediately just like, all right, guys, let's get them clothes. So we're gonna shower you up, well, we're gonna no, scrub you down. Is, is that happen before they go into their cells? Yes. Okay. They gotta shower up before they go to their cells, okay. man. Okay. I mean, I I wrote notes that way so okay yeah, right, right. I, I, I'm fine. <laughs> so we get of course the best scene ever uh, i i think he more used... boobs no oh, uh, we're finally getting that equality that we've been oh. needing to see we get some nice boobs instead we get kurt russell and sly stallone walking naked down a corridor together Together. Hand in hand, hand in hand, and, eye contact and everything. Yeah, and then they they're they're like going over what went wrong with the case while they're sudsing up. I, you know what I hate about this? Did you notice how there's two people in there and every yes. single shower told, head is on? Yes, it was like there was wasting water. This is why for profit prisons don't work. They don't fucking give a shit. And I love how like we're like in prison. They usually confiscate everything. 
You still let Tango have his Guido fucking gold chain with the crucifix. Yeah, they did. Yeah. He's like, he suds, like sudsing up. There's a lot of like, you got a tiny dick. No, you got a tiny dick. I bet, I bet one of the directors is like, uh, Sly, you know when you go to prison, you don't get to keep that? And he was just like, you fired. <laughs> that's, probably, that's how the second director got fired. <laughs> yeah. But they're having all kinds of dick jokes again. Like, you got a tiny dick, Pee-wee. Well, you... You're what? a tripod. Well, and we just were talking earlier. Doesn't yeah. that mean you have a big dick? How I is thought, that an insult? Yeah, I thought that, that was, was that was a Stallone interjection. Like, you, how about you say I got a tripod? Yeah, and okay, Kurt okay. Russell He's is like, just whatever. Like, I'll go God with it. Damn it! Sure. <laughs> so yes, we, they're sudsing up. They're having a great gay old time. We get oh, the good. we get the drought. Don't drop the soap joke in. Yeah, Kurt Russell drops the soap. Hey, what are you, you doing? You, you see him like, bend all of a sudden, <laughs> like Cash is going to rape Tango. Come on, man! And of course, he pops up. He's just like, just get the soap. Don't worry about it. That's it goes. It's the other way around. Is the joke? It's like when you dropped the show. So Stallone would have gotten on Kurt, not the other. Eh, uh, yeah. It's fucking great. Victim of the rewrites. So the the closing statement, like you know, Cash is like trying to build up this whole conspiracy theory. It's it's QAnon level, and Stallone <laughs> yeah. is like. You know, the most dangerous thing about you... I don't know what this accent is. The most dangerous thing about you isn't exactly your uh, your attitude. It's your IQ. You're dumb as fuck, and it's hazardous. Yeah, you're right. Human. It is a very QAnon thing, because he's like, you know what? Quan, because Quan was his guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he did it. No, 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 wait. That makes too much sense. Lopez made it look like Quan. He's like, he's got the fucking diagram with the fucking strings and shit in the shower. It's getting all wet and shit. Yeah. He's got to like laminate it so it doesn't get ruined. It's it's a whole thing. But, you know, they're like, okay, well, look, we've got spots we can't reach. So let's reach those spots for each other. There's no way they're going to put us in general population. Right, we're cops. You don't put cops in general population. So let's just get those hard to reach spots. We'll dry off. We'll go out there and we'll deal with what we've got coming. So going back to how awful this prison is. So they're going. They get obviously they get thrown in Gen Pop. So they got yeah. like their pillow and their blanket and they're walking. The place they're throwing like Molotov cocktails out of the fucking it's cells. Literally, books everywhere on fire. <laughs> pages flying around. Molotov cocktails shooting between cells. And they're like, of course, they're just like, I put these guys in here. Yeah, right. And the guy's like, hey, I remember you. I'm going to give you some brown sugar cash. <laughs> and then we see our man fucking Robert Zadar. He's like, I'm going to rape you. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> to drive my face between your butt. <laughs> and then, so then, <laughs> so then, so then, Tango walks up on, hey, I remember this guy's Conan. It's Conan the Barbaro. And then for some reason, though, like, Zadar's got his big-ass jaw right up against those bars, and he allows Tango to, like, grab the back of his head, and he just slams his face right well, in the bars. Well, Stallone is that fucking fast. He wasn't right against the bars. He's five <laughs> inches away from the bars. Stallone reaches all the way back here, grabs his face, slams it. Yeah. It Breaks was, his nose. It, like, it was beautiful. So... Unlike most movies, they get separated. Usually, the movie, they for some reason, they'd be sharing a cell, yeah. but they know. So we get to see Cash in his cell first, and of course, he throws his stuff. They both get top bunk privileges. Right. Throws his except stuff later up. on when he's sleeping. In the yeah. 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 Hey, continuity, <laughs> whatever it's called, continuity, whatever. continuity. So it. yeah, so he's like getting ready to take a piss because you know you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, he grabs the newspaper, it's hor- dust off, disgusting Ugh. toilet, no seat on it. There's two toilets. 
Was there? There was two. Oh, I thought it was a snake. They were like they were designed so you could look at your partner while you were. <laughs> so he's like, "Hey, those are my toilets. You can't use that." And he's like, "Oh boy." He could have turned slightly to his right and peed in that one. But. He's like, "Am I gonna have to murder my fucking cellmate?" And he turns around and it's like a fucking four hundred pound black guy. Yeah. And he's like, "Whatever you say, whatever you say." So now we'll go meet uh, Tango's cellmate. Played by the great Clint. Clint? Clint I would say Clint Eastwood. I know you Clint were. Howard. Howard. Brother. Very different person. Brother of Ron Howard. You know him. You love him. He's creepy as fuck. He's fucking awesome. I love Clint Howard. He's got a slinky. He's just like, apparently he's like a serial killer. Yeah. And so he's crazy. And he even say, you know, even though he's crazy, you can tell this another Stallone wrote this. He's still scared of Stallone because he's like, I'm crazy. I can do anything. Yeah. Stallone is there. And he looks more crazy because he's got his giant Harry Potter spectacles on, his fucking crazy gold necklace on. <laughs> oh, excuse me. And he is looking, of course, at the stocks in the newspaper. And Clint is taking it horribly. He's got his slinky. He's fucking slinking it so hard. You can just. You're supposed to be scared of me. I'm crazy. And he's just like, hey, notice me. I'm crazy. <laughs> he reminds me of a certain person we know. Who oh, needs to get? Call. Who needs attention at all times? And so he's like, "Fuck! Uh, I got to get this guy's attention." So he hurls a slinky at the newspaper, tears it because he's like, "Oh, you know, sugars went up, went up five dollars." And then fucking Tango, like you should with these kind of people, totally does not give him what he wants. Totally is chill. Yeah. And he's and then uh, it, it, the scene just ends. I think. Yeah, like it, it just goes tonight, and then we get our nice. New act break. And this is where we find out a little bit more about this whole prison system. So T and C get jumped, respectively. And right. they get grabbed. And they try to put up a little well, bit of first, a Well, we, first, we get a scene, like we were talking about continuity errors. So now Cash is on the bottom bunk. And okay. his 400-pound uh, cellmate is on the top one. Apparently, okay. the, no box spring in this. Because he's like laying, he's like, he's so fat. His his bunk is like on top of fucking cash, and then that's well, clearly Sly <laughs> looking at the footage. Like you know, it'd be funnier if we had this guy like right on him, right? And then of course Sly has to be badass in his. So you you see him like sleeping like a baby in his bunk, and you just hear that slinky sound. And you're like, oh, he, nothing happened. He's just being his crazy self. Goes the camera goes up. Clint Howard is tied to his bed by a slinky, and that's what the slinky noises were. Yeah. So he totally takes care of his because he's fucking sly. He's a badass. Right. So yes, you're right. Then these all these fucking inmates come in. I think it was inmates and prison guards. They all come in. Yeah, and they they cover Everybody. them their heads with it, like a, a burlap sack, and they just haul them ass out to the laundry room. They throw them down some laundry chute, and the two of them now they land in the same spot. Of course, they take right. the same chute. So. They very, I want to point out, very unsafe work environment. It's very wet down there, very a lot of dripping and a lot of electricity. Again, this is the problem with for-profit prisons. <laughs> yes. So they get down there, and out of the fog, start like all the prison people that are against back Tango in the Cash. shadows is Perrette because he's just lurking in the shadows. Yeah, he's it's, it's just a like silhouette. A, it's like a half laundry room, half steam factory. <laughs> yeah. So out of the steam emerges Perrette. And, um, yeah, he's got a Welcome, lot to say. Welcome, Tango. And, of course, fucking uh, Zadar steps forward. And uh, what was it? Um, 
Stallone starts saying like, "Oh shit, I know this guy. I broke his jaw." And well, no, yeah, because no, uh, Zadar comes in. and goes, "You fucking asshole! You broke my leg! You broke my wrist! You broke my jaw!" Yeah. And then fucking Cash does the little sweet little one liner. You broke that jaw? Yeah. Because he's got that giant fucking jaw. So like, that's I mean that's when all hell breaks loose. Well, then Requin shows up. It's like, "Hey, you fucking!" That's how cockney people. That's how chockney people talk. Talkney, <laughs> and he's like you fuckers, you bloody fuckers. He has to say bloody because he's English. Yes, and you wanker. I think he said wanker too. We're gonna electrocute you like some blood pudding. Exactly. Yeah. And like fucking Barrett's is fondling his rats in the background. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> and so they string up. I don't uh, like you talking ill about rats. For a, f- a fight, <laughs> it's like, hey, about rats. He's fondling some rats. <laughs> That's what you rat people do, <laughs> and I can't wait to talk about it. We're, we're doing we're doing a movie in the future that involves rats, but that's way ahead, that's head in the future. Fuck you. So first, they're like, "Fuck this shit! I don't care if there's fifty guys here. We're fucking Tango and Cash. We can take care of it." So a fight breaks out, and they're kicking ass because fortunately there is some integrity in prison because these guys are they do the classic. We'll take you on one at one a time. at a time. Yes, and but still, there's 50 people per guy. Because there's only so much Tango and Cash can do. Right. So they finally get taken down. And next thing you know, we see them. They're strung up, hanging above these big tubs of water. It's like the way they used to make, uh, like, do laundry like 300 years ago. It's these yeah. giant stone, like, yeah. s- like cylinders holding water. And they're they're right above it. And fortunately, there's like there's like a conveyor belt they can lower and raise them. It's very weird, like dry cleaner. I, I don't know what this prison's doing, man, but it's <laughs> it's shady as fuck, clearly. So fucking Requin comes in. He just fucking grabs electrical like wire out of the wall, sparking up and shit. And yeah. like, hey, you fucking white guys, lower him. So they lower cash down first, and he just taps the fucking like electrical wire. It's a hit a little, so sparks fly. Yeah, oh, you, let you, you gotta know. Let, it's it's like a magic trick where you gotta let the audience know like this is live. And then he puts it in the water, and then fucking Cash's feet are in the water. So he's like, Whoa! You know, and then gets electrocuted. Stop hey! it! Hey! And he's like, oh, you want some too, Micah? <laughs> I'll give it to you. And so they they bring up Cash, and then they put Tango. And this is where they bond, man, because they're near death. Yeah. And they're feeling for each other. Well, these are the experiences that bring people together. And then it's like, oh, shit, this is it. They're dead. I mean, they were worried about making these people martyrs. What about making these people... Fucking bros for life. They exactly. didn't think about that. Yeah, that was Perrette's major fucking miscalculation. It really was, because, like, we keep talking about these rats that he's fondling. Well, he he's didn't... making these rats closer together, and they're going to fucking break, the go- break out together. Perrette didn't know there's one honest man working at this yes. prison, the assistant warden, who used to be the commanding officer of uh, Cash when he first joined the force. Yes. So he busts in at the nick of time with, with a couple of... Uh, a bunch of guards. Yeah. Guards that aren't they on the take. All have flashlights, so everybody's freaking out now because they turn those flashlights on. And much like rats, they scatter when they the lights come just- <laughs> And, like, you can see, like, uh, Perret goes, <laughs> and then he just, like, lurks away like Dracula. He just he just <laughs> slowly back into the shadow. Yeah, he just, he's not even walking. He just floats away. It was, it was beautiful. It really was. It really was. It was a work of art. And so then we get to seeing... They, they're all like they're cleaned up, and the, I don't remember the guy's name, but yes, he was like uh, he worked with Cash at the police station. And he they like, like get them both in the same cell, and they start laying it down. And 
Tango isn't having any of it because he's like, I don't trust this guy. And he's like, look, he's cool. He was my CO. I know this guy. I'll vouch for him. Yeah. And he's just like, what's going on? And he's like, look, this prison, it's privately owned. It's totally corrupt. It's all about profit. I mean, did you guys notice what you're eating? That's literally just a piece of rubber full of American cheese. Yes, exactly. It's the worst kind of meal. (laughs) And he's just like, you know what you need to do? Break out. Like and he's and like he's like and I got just the plan. He's like I'm gonna get you on the laundry detail, the midnight laundry deal detail because apparently they they do laundry 24 seven in this the prison. It's not just I'm gonna get, I'm sorry or no sanitation I think it, it was. It's not just the sanitation detail, the nighttime sanitation detail. <laughs> it's the nighttime raining thunder lightning <laughs> sanitation detail. And he's like and I'm gonna I'm there's this room. It's, it's very. It was a very. It was almost as elaborate as Perrette's fucking plan. Because it like, really is. Yeah. He's like, they're gonna have to go through these turbines because they got a map out and they're showing. Well, yeah, he gives them a whole. And map. this is this is where I just want to point out. They call them air ducts. Okay, I want to point out that the guy is legit, but it's fucking they they want to give you a little bit of doubt with Tango's. Tango's like, well, why don't we go this way? Because it's more like straight way. And he's like, he's like, who gives a fuck? We want to get out of here, don't we? So it yeah. makes you puts the idea in your head. Maybe this is a trap. Yeah. And so, but I, this guy's on the up and up. So he's like, all right, we'll do it. So the night comes because all all this happens in two days. Tango like, refuses. Yes. Well, the, 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 he comes back later. He's like, look. You know, like two hours later, he's like, the details starting right now. Let's go, man. You can tell that uh, Cash is ready because he has gloves on. He's wearing a muscle shirt with some gloves. He's like, yeah. I look just like a garbage guy. And he's like, <laughs> and he's just like, I'm not going fucked. I don't know yeah. who that guy is. And he's like, well, suit yourself. I'm going. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. You so, can fuck yourself. And I'm not coming back for you. So he, he's like, he stays in the cell. And apparently, uh, we'll get to this later. You can in this prison, they don't lock you up. You can they leave their cell doors open at night because what happens is, like you said, it's fucking pouring rain and cats and dogs, and he's pushing this carton of like this dumpster trash, and then he looks both ways. And he goes, "Now's the time," because he sees right there. There's this giant crowbar against this wall, and this is how bad this prison is. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not going to be able to break a wall down. Just like, he like immediately, he just taps the wall and disintegrates. Like, this is a concrete wall. And he just taps Again, it a couple times. For a profit prison. Disintegrates, makes a hole, goes in it. There's there's fucking air ducts. He's like, man, so they can walk upright in these fucking ducts or something. Once big. they get out, it becomes state's problem. It's not their problem. And there's these huge fucking turbines. But one's turned off because the buddy, his buddy, the assistant warden, yeah. turned it off. So he goes through it. Starts running down there, but uh, he gets like halfway before By the, the wind way, turbine. like water is like pouring into this fucking place. There's like fucking cracks everywhere. It's like it's like it's, it's raining the, inside. That's how bad it is. It's more of a sewer than it is a wind turbine. An air duct, which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Because it's just collecting all this it, rainwater. It's, it's just a set. It's what it is. It, it, it makes it, no sense It at makes all. no sense. So on the way to his escape... Like, he, why is there, like, a ramp to the fucking turbine? Because <laughs> there has to be. Yeah. And so he finds his warden buddy dead. Yeah, well, the warden buddy just starts rolling down the fucking aisle with, with his throat slashed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. And then our buddy fucking Zadar shows up. He's it's a Kim and another bunch of attack dogs being he's like on a leash being led by these guards. Yeah. And it's like, like he's working with the guards again for a profit prison, man. Yeah. Fucked up. And so fuck. So, Cause 
this, like I said, this is a set because it makes no sense. So, okay, there's doors next to this turbine. So he shuts the doors, closes it with the seals of the latch with the, the crowbar. The crowbar. And then the turbines start up. Yeah. And they start, like, sucking him in. And he's always hanging on there. He, he does. He, he's he's fucked. I mean, tur- like his only exit at this point is through the turbines that are spinning and an RPM that will completely murder him and his hair. Don't you can't leave a dead like a ugly corpse. Uh, and then of course the gate which he barred off that they're all they're breaking and trying it. to break through. And then like a fucking hail of Mary from Aaron Rodgers himself. Cash shows up. Tango shows up. Yeah, and it's like, how how the fuck did he get how, out of his how cell? Did he, how did he get to the other side? How did he get out of his cell? <laughs> There's so many questions, but don't worry about those That's, questions. You know why? Because they were too busy. He picked a lock with that slinky. The guards that were supposed to be watching the, the, the cell block were, were, too, were, no, were, were with uh, Zadar. Yeah, exactly. And while that was happening, fucking Tango took that slinky, picked his lock, got out and just waltzed on over down into the air ducts. I believe it's like the third door on the right of the bathroom. It's like you yeah. go into the you could go to the bathroom or you could just go down a couple doors. Yeah. Boom, air ducts. And you you be passed by uh Morgan Freeman. So wasn't yeah. that like the green was that Green Mile? Green Mile or Josh Shank Redemption. <laughs> That's Josh Shank, man. Yeah, I never saw him. Green Mile's uh the other guy. I never saw them. So I'm just I, I've heard of them. So Tango literally puts he, a fucking stick in the spokes. Yeah. And stops it. Cash is just like in awe because Stallone's looking great. Well, this I is mean, their bro moment. This man. is a bro moment. He doesn't have a suit on anymore. He's looking like a real. Well, he's slob. in prison. Why would he be wearing a suit? Well, it was, it was still. It's just like the the beauty of the moment caught yeah. Cash because Fucking petroleum jelly all yeah, on him. Exactly. It was just shining like, like a motherfucker. It was seeing him naked for the second time. It was just like, I see you for who you really are. And he's like, come on, Kelly Holly is alone! Yeah, he's like, stop jerking it. Let's go. He's been and sitting there for 40 yeah, seconds. Like you said, it's the homoeroticism. They always have to have sex jokes between each it, other. Yeah, so he, he jumps he leaps through. Leaps through just in time, starts up, and that's just as that's happening, Zadar breaks out, and they're just about to shoot him, but the turbines start up again, so they deflect the bullets. So now... They're, Plan B. They got to get like to the roof now. I don't know what's happening. So they here. went underground and now they're <laughs> in the they're roof. They're on the roof, and then there's like this, this fucking I don't know what like the whole. It's like a silo like next to the building, and there's like a trough that connects the building, and it conveniently has handholds on it so they can climb along the trough. That's so weird. And yeah, and and so, then they happen to have all their electrical work. Up on this rooftop? Yeah, the Transformers are like on the roof, and they're shitty as fuck. They're sparking up because it's pouring, rain and pouring still. So they got to do the move where they have to like go right in between the two Transformers. And, of course, we knew Tango or Cash was going to explain electricity to us. Of course, it's the slop Cash. Hey, don't worry about it. All you got to do is not worry about you. Like, as long as you don't touch the ground and the live wire, you'll be good. Right, because he's be like, good. I got a plan. See that wire there? And did you notice the wire is perfectly vertical, yet somehow they slide mm. down it later on? Perfect. And it's sparking, too. Like, yeah, fuck it. That happens. Okay. But it's sparking off. And he's like, we'll take our belts. We'll leap off there. Grab it. Motherfucker. A goddamn 10-pound fucking branch tears down like electrical yeah. wires. But like a 180-pound guy, he's going to grab it, and, and he's going to knock it off. 180? That's an insult. These guys are 200 
plus <laughs> pure muscle. I don't know about that. So I mean, Stallone's like five six. So. <laughs> so Cash immediately just whips that belt off. Belt off. He's used to whipping his belt off though. Right. Throws it over the line and slides down. He's just like, "Let's go, Tango!" And then he, and he, and then he takes like a thirty foot drop, lands wow. on his back, and just rolls over. Oh, oh. well, the the rain softened up the. Ground, oh, okay, yeah, so, that, yeah, that would happen. And yeah. Tango's just sitting. I don't know. This is like a stock. Should I buy? Should I sell? I don't, and I don't really and he's, know. And he's contemplating. Fucking Rizard just pops out of nowhere with a fucking chain with a grappling hook on it. And he's just like, economics 101, bitch. And Fuck, he yeah, curls so- it, grabs fucking Tango's leg. So Tango's on the ground. He's being yanked by Zadar. Zadar's laughing maniacally. He just starts yelling like, speak, doggy. Speak. <laughs> It's a dark, it's a shine in a speaking moment. Yes, this is yeah, this was great, and so, but he doesn't realize he's so into the moment. He doesn't realize he's standing right behind him are those sparking transformers. So, but fucking Tango notices because he just got the fucking lecture on. He yeah. mansplained him about fucking electricity, uh, how electricity works. So he manages to get the fucking grappling hook off his leg. Of course, there's like fucking Zidar's pulling on it, gets. Falls back into the Transformers, gets a fucking, doesn't get burnt at all, but he gets shocked a lot. He's shaking a lot. There's sparks flying. Fucking Zadar's dead. Zadar is dead. Rip Zadar. Too soon. You should have been involved in more of this movie. He should have. Fuck that Brian James guy. We should have had more Zadar. If Zadar only came up with a Chalkney accent, he would have been the fucking star. That's a good point. So, of course, Tango loops his belt, slides down, lands directly on Cash, who right. is more than welcoming for him. And they finally, you know, they get their escape. They're like, hey, man, we got to split up. And then uh, Tango's like, look, if you need to reach me, just go to the Cleopatra Club, right? And he's like, got it. So they split up. So now we're going to join Perrette, and he's at his club. This is his for-profit prison. So, of course, he's got cameras Everywhere. He's watching the escape. He's fucking pissed off. And, I mean, he's just, he's got to calm himself down. So, of course, he gets, he gets those rats back out, man. And he, well, that's the thing. He's all agitated. And Requin's been here. He's seen this before. He's like, yeah. guy needs his rats. Guy needs so his rats. So, he goes, gets the cigar box. He's like, sir, a vintage year. That was the best part of coming home from a hard day's work was coming home to my rats. Oh, you're creeping me out even more. Princess Bubblegum and uh, Bill. Wow, that's creepy. And eventually Noche. They were great. Yeah, that's creepy. And them. so he starts fondling his rats. Oh, you relax me. It's like it's like that ball you squeeze, you know, tension ball. It's, yeah. it's tension rats. He's squeezing them. <laughs> <laughs> He's not squeezing the rats. He's, he, he's squeezing no them. No rats were harmed. Like, I love them, and I want to hug him and pet him. And squeeze them. And no, that was two weeks ago with Lou Frigo. <laughs> but... <laughs> but it calms him down. It does. It gets the job it, it done. It does. It does. And so we join Gabe. I'm sorry, Gabe Cash, and he's gonna meet up with a Bond classic, his version of Q. Yeah, because of course LAPD has their own Q unit. Was right? it LA? No, th- this was underground. Was it? Th- th- this I was thought they totally were... underground. Well, I guess you're right because he isn't wanted, man. Yeah. And yeah, so they got all these like gadgets. They got a obviously stuffed animal with a shotgun in its mouth and i forget what else it's it's just fun gadgets let your imagination roam you know it was like a rottweiler bomb pinata it was like what are we doing here are we blowing 
<laughs> Who are we was, trying to kill? I don't know. This movie just got weirder and weirder, and I just went with it. Yeah. And so a guy's name's Owen. I... He he plays weirdos in tons of movies, but I don't know who I can't. I don't know the guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. If his you name saw either. him, you go, "Oh, I've seen that." guy. Yeah, shit. I was saying the same thing. He also has like a magnifying glass hat, so it's like he's got, always got a magnifying glass right. over his eyes. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Cash, how's it going?" I just need some clothes, five guns, boot guns, boot jetpacks, uh, you know, all that normal. And he's like, stuff. "Right over there, buddy." And fucking pile of clothes for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. it works and it fits. I don't remember what Tango was up to. Well, Tango, he he he's still wearing his prison fucking blues, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, is this where it cuts the Tango? Yeah, this is where it cuts so the tango. tango. He goes back to the guy that the the Fed that was in charge of the whole uh, whole operation that went down that sent them up the river. So the guy, he's like in his he's in his house making some nice plate of spaghetti. Closes the door. Fucking cash is there. Cash whoops his ass. He's like, hey, I didn't know you you were in on it. And he's like, and the guy totally fucking just breaks like a bitch. And he's like, yeah, all right, I did it. Yeah, they, they were going to, they paid me, though. They paid me a lot of money. How about we split the money? And he's like, I'm an honest cop. I, I can invest my own money. I don't need your money. And the guy fucking makes a beeline for his car. He runs away, starts his car. Car explodes. Perrette has plans upon plans upon plans. He knew there was a chance that fucking Tango would do this, and he had the guy killed before the guy could go to the police and admit his part in the operation. So fucking uh, Tango's like, oh, shit. What am I going to do now? While that's going on, Cash goes to the guy who made the tape from earlier. Guy's got the perfect fucking sound system set up, giant reel-to-reel tapes. It's fucking state-of-the-art, soundproof building. Very nice chair that swivels around. I got to mention about uh, Tango's perp. That was the guy he started giving him, like, the Mikey-level bullshit. Mikey, uh, what was the guy from over the top? Iron Hawk or something? Lincoln Hawk. Lincoln Hawk. So Mikey Hawk would always calorie count people, and that's what Tango did in that scene. He's just like oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh, he should have so went. Oh, oh, SpaghettiOs. Oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so ta- so Cash has got. He's in. This is the fucking. I forget what the name of that fucking movie is. So I won't even try to make a joke about that. Uh, but he's got this nice swivel chair, and the little nerdy dude with the mustache, pretty much me, walks in and. <laughs> And he's just like, you're not supposed to be sitting in that chair. It's only uh, fit for people around 130 pounds. And Cash is like, well, it seems to be holding up me pretty well. Swivels around, falls out of it, breaks it. You're just like, this Hold is some, the shotgun. This is some really nice equipment here. I just got to ask you one question. Hits play. It's like a giant console with a tiny little play button on it. And he just fucking hits it. It's his voice that comes out of it. He's like, What's uh what's up with this? And he's like, Oh, they paid me so much money. <laughs> Immediately I'm... breaks. This guy's a bitch. Yeah, he's like, Look, uh, it's just the pillowcase right there is just full of the money. I went trick or treating for the money and, and he's like, And you want it? I made a I made a total like tape of the discussion I had with Perrette about this. It's yours, just leave me alone. Ugh. You made a tape about it? Right here, reel to reel. Like reel they had though. cassette tapes. I think they had fucking CDs by this time, but he didn't have CD burner in the state of the art. The state of the art. <laughs> Here's a real reel. Here's a laser disc. And <laughs> that would have been sweet. And so he takes it and goes, all right, yoink, I'm out of here. 
probably I hope he murdered the guy. The guy was a bitch. <laughs> and so he's like, "Hey, I remember Cleopatra Club. If I Clear? need to, if I need to find Tango, I go to the Cleopatra Club." But I okay. Here's what I'm confused about. How did he come up with the name Catherine? Did Tango tell him to like ask for Catherine? Yes, he did. Okay, he said, that makes sense. Look for Catherine. Look for Catherine. So he goes to the Tango Club, the Cleopatra Club. <laughs> it does sound like a shitty club. And well, it was a very tacky '80s club. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure this was the state of the art club back then. And so there's the fucking shitty '80s dance music playing. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, I'm looking for Catherine. N- nobody named Catherine here. No, no, no. He goes to the bartender. Hey, I'm looking for Catherine. There's a fucking ton of Catherine here. Get the fuck out of him. Do my job. And as this is happening, as we know her, uh, comes like we, a character we recognize from earlier comes out on the stage and she's dancing around and she looks at the bartender that fucking Cash is grilling and she's like, drumsticks. <laughs> and her. And Cash lock eyes, and she's like, "Who is this specimen?" And the, is it like well, she's can... staring at his mullet? I think I don't know. If she's staring at his eyes. Okay, maybe it's the mullet. And because they maybe both, they, you imagine the beautiful hair their children would have because do, they both have some giant do, ass hair. No, that would be so. Phenomenal. Yeah, so Catherine is a stri- uh, not stripper. She's a dancer. <laughs> Slash Sheila E enthusiast because then she starts ripping on these fucking those like eighties Def Leppard fucking electronic drums and she's totally not hitting the beat because she's not she's not a real drummer she's an actor it's got the crowd all she's trying to do is keep the crowd into it and the crowd is fucking into it she's wearing this crazy outfit it's like a bra and panty outfit yet she's got like these silver leggings underneath her panties it's fucking weird it's very eighties and everyone's like yay Catherine we love her. Except, no, they say, yay, Kiki, we love her. Yeah. Because another mix-up. She goes by Kiki on her dance. The only person who knows her by Catherine is her brother. So she heard Cash yelling out, Catherine, and she knew. Well, she also saw some cops were in there looking. Yeah. Because they knew that maybe Tango would show up here because his sister works here. Yeah. So she is a very bright lady. She puts all this together. You must be with my brother because you said Catherine. There's cops here. My brother's been missing. This is all very – so she starts helping him out. So she gets out, like, on the floor and starts flirting with the cops. And the cops, of course, she finds the one, like, uh, Rufus of the group who's got his teeth all gnarled out the whole time like a rat. And uh, He's going back to rats. I love rats, man. So I have a rat tattoo. See the world in rat size. Um, Black flag reference. <laughs> um, oh, so, yeah. So she goes backstage. She's like, Wings, like, meet me backstage. Yeah, so, of course, Cash makes a beeline because he's trying to evade the cops. Right. And he's just like, hey, I need to talk to you about... We get our nice boob scene again. I love it. Walks in the dressing room, so there's every woman's topless in there. Every woman. Mwah, great. And uh, I mean, he, he, he doesn't notice. He plays it cool. Yeah, so he's like, fuck, you know, I need to figure out a way to get out of here. A dude walks in. Do not just a dude. Okay. Shabadoo from Breaking and Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo shows up. Oh, my God. Up. Okay. And he's like, hey, Elvis, what size are you? And obviously Shabadoo is like fucking Griff size. He's not going to be a manly size like Kurt Russell. Yeah. But he's like, wow. so you're thinking he's going to take. He's like, oh, he'll just switch the, this leather daddy outfit that Shabba's yeah. wearing. And so that's what we're thinking. So what happens is we cut to the back alley. We see somebody wearing that leather outfit with a motorcycle helmet. Like, yep. oh, that's got to be cash. It's cash. And they're like, and they, the cops think so too. It's like, hey, buddy, stop. We need a frisk ya. 
whips off the fucking it fucking. I don't know how she fit the hair in that oh, fucking. Yeah. This is a fuck. It's like flying. And she everywhere. had a cigarette lit. Yeah, it's weird. And she's like, "What? What the fuck do you want?" And they're like, "Oh, sorry, ma'am." Uh, uh-uh. hops on her bike, and then we see in the door. You hear it slam open again, and this beautiful redhead comes out. And our and our fucking Rufus cop is immediately like, "Red, where have you been all my life?" And of course, it's Kurt Russell, and he's just like. Sorry, <laughs> Toots. Looking off. Totally like a man in drag. But we're supposed to believe that they think he's a woman. And then then she's like, hey, Lynn, get on the bike, bitch. <laughs> and, and then Rufus goes, dykes on bikes, eh, Captain? <laughs> Wink. Because he's like, there's no way they wouldn't want to fuck me if they weren't gay. And then she, then Kurt gets on cash, gets on the bike. Yeah, and Catherine takes, her, uh, takes him back. Well, Kurt wait, no, this her. is the classic line that Rufus goes... How about a three-way, ladies? Oh, yeah. And they both flick, flick their cigarettes, cigarettes right in his up. face. Oh. Take off. You could do that back in the day. Seriously. If the, if <laughs> this point in the movie hasn't made you want to watch it, <laughs> god damn, man. It's so much fun. So they go back to Catherine's place, and we get a nice scene of, I mean. This is a very Three's Company scene. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Kurt still hasn't undressed yet. Like, he's, he's still. Yeah, well, he's got, he's shirtless. But he's still wearing his pantyhose. He's still wearing, like, the dress. It's just, like, at his waist now, and he's got the pantyhose and everything on. And he's getting a back rub, and they're just talking, just having a good time, asking about – he's – Cash is asking about Tango. Like, what's your deal with Tango? Like, do you love him? Yeah, because he's like, this has to be his woman. Like, like, I want to make sure that she's single. She's available. And so So she's kind of like – doesn't realize what he's going for, so she's playing, you know, going along with it, and just like, oh no, of course I love him. He's difficult, but I have my own life, and it's when she says, "I have my own life," that he goes, "Oh, <laughs> lower," <laughs> and so she starts going lower into his back, and as that's happening, you hear the doorknob turn. And you're like, "Oh fuck!" Then we also see somebody outside approaching. And you're like, oh, fuck, what is about to happen? So Tango walks in, and he's just listening. And this is where the Three's Company moment comes on, yeah. because she's like, he's like, oh, because he uh, he if thinks he has a disc, slip disc. Yeah. And she's like, let me put it in. Oh, is it in all the way? Is it? You know, and like, you know. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, oh, it's in. It's so in. Oh, it's <laughs> in. <laughs> and... Hey, will you fucking my sister? And he, he and th- he sees he sees the other guy, right? Well, yeah, he doesn't even say anything about the sister because he notices the person outside. And he's like, oh, <laughs> and then and like he just hurls himself at the screen door. Yeah, and, and the door rips off, lands on it, and lo and behold, it's our buddy, the captain. There was this great joke in there. I forgot what it was, but someone was armed with a duck, and he's like. I think I think Tango ended up Tango with the grab, duck. Yeah, he had like a duck decoy thing. And then Cash like puts his gun to him. He's like, "You have the right to unarm yourself of a duck or something." Yeah, I forget. It was funnier than that. No, and, it was dumb. And well, no, I just at least <laughs> it made sense when they said <laughs> it. <laughs> so he had the right to remain quack. And then and then so the captain's laying there with the screen door on his face. Is that you screen all your guests? Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, oh, Tango, you're incorrigible. So he gives him the lowdown. He's like, you guys are so fucked. 
You're so fucked. I hope you have some good evidence. I've done evidence. everything I could. I can only give you 24 hours. Yeah. And, like, and then, did you notice this, like, okay, so Tango, Tango took the, I mean, Cash took the time to put his dress back on. Yeah. Because he's got his dress back on fully, just so he can have this moment where he can go, I got all the evidence we need, and pulls the tape out of his cleavage. Yeah. And. I love it. I love a lot of the jokes in this movie. It's fucking wonderful. Okay. The only part that really slows down for me is coming up. Okay. Really? The climax? Yeah. It's kind of boring. It makes no sense. Yeah. But so the, the, the captain's like, you got 24 hours. That's all Ooh, I can give you. 24 hours from when? Five minutes ago. And so. Cash, of course, <laughs> like before they leave, you know, Tango needs to get a new shirt. He yeah. has some sweet moment with his sister. Like, you like, know I just do this because I love you. You're my, you're my baby sister. Yeah, I'm trying she's to take like, care oh, of you. Oh, you know, you're sweet. All that. He's getting like well, a she has a giant picture of herself hanging on the She does. Room. She's very vain. <laughs> but she also has a closet full of his clothes. Well, he owns the house. He well, yeah, he does. But still, it's kind of weird to have like. And it didn't seem weird like. I yes, guess I guess it no. Does. Let me <laughs> let me tell me what I think is weird first. This <laughs> is weird that. She wasn't even aware of the whole like trial or everything. It's like she was like out of town, like on that dance thing. Like I, I would like to on... think I have issues with my sister, but I'd love to think if I was like up on trial and gonna go to prison, she would put her fucking vacation on hold and like come back to America. But she's yeah. just like, oh, she... you were in prison? Oh, I must have missed that. Like it was in I didn't every get the telegram. newspaper. Like everybody was talking about it. Nobody <laughs> told her about it. Yeah, that's it, it. Is pretty amazing that <laughs> nobody brought it up to her. No, but, it really the, is. But they, they reunite. They get they cash it out. They're like, I love you, sis. I love you, too. And then Cash comes in and says, I love you, too. You, you hey, like to- you know, I was just thinking, uh, since you guys are brother and sister, uh, why don't I take you out? We get done with this whole thing. Is that some kind of weird swinger thing? <laughs> like... What are you talking about? No, he's asking fucking uh, Catherine out. Oh, I thought you said, he said, I'd take you guys out. He meant both of them. No. Okay, well, I don't know. It's the 80s. People did shit like that. I, uh, I'll leave that up to you. And really so, uh, um, yeah, and she's just like, oh, of course, you're sweet. I love you. And they get a beat on Requin. I think the captain helps them out with that. I forget how they get a beat on Requin, but yeah, who cares? they make a beeline for his apartment. Yeah, and it, at first it, you for, think it's just cash, and he obviously needs to be a henchman of the people because he lives in a dumpy, shitty apartment. Yeah, and they think, well, yeah, <laughs> he must have got this from Owen, his like tech guy. He's got a bullet, and he unscrews it, yeah. and there's like a lock pick in yep, it. Yep, it's so a like, lock pick. So he picks the lock, gets in there. Requiem gets the drop on cash. Like, hey, you bloody yeah. fucking wanker! What cash. the fuck you doing in my flat? <laughs> It's and just like, I was in the loo. I mean, did you notice what was going on in the background there? No. This is, again, another movie just chock full of weird things in the background. There is a table in his living room with a chair on it. Mm, did not notice that. Yeah. It's fucking bizarre. Again, well, I love that's what I love about these old movies. It's like with the rats. Like if you made a movie now with rat, like this movie now, there'd be five minutes of exposition as to why he likes rats. This movie's like he just likes rats. Accept it or not. And that's the same it. thing. It's just like the guy, maybe he likes sitting on a table in his, in his chair. I don't fucking know. Dude. And so, like, they they had great settings for his apartment. It's like, wow, a weird killer really does live here. And so, you again, you think Cash is about to get the jump on the guy. But, of course, he went in through the front door so the guy noticed. 
get the jump yeah. on him. And but a buddy ca- uh, Tango must have taken the fire escape. Yeah, because he's right behind him. Like, so that's when we get into our great interrogation scene. The good cop, bad. They cop. take him Classic. up to the rooftop. Plan A. Dangle him off the fucking roof. And he's like, fuck you. I love this. Oh, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do. Yeah, he's all Governor. about it. So Tango is just like, fuck this. Let's go to plan B. He's like, what's plan B? Uh, I, I don't know. Let's just tape him to this thing for a minute. Tape him to a structure. He can't get uh, out of it. And he's just like, what, what are we going to do now? And he's like, well, I got this. Pulls a grenade out of his pocket. Yeah, he's never grenade. And then he pulls out more wrestling tape. He must have been on the set for uh, No Holds Barred. So he wrestle tapes the fucking grenade to his mouth. And he's like, hey, I got a plan. Uh, just, you know, I'm just going to fucking blow his face off. And Cash is like, I will not be a witness to this. Yeah. This is too far. You're going crazy, Tango. You're out of control. Out of control. But I'm not. But go ahead and do it. I'm yeah. just not going to watch. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'm he's not crazy. Gonna... He's crazy, Requin. Yeah. It, Cash explains to Requin. Look, this guy can't be stopped. I'm not going to try to stop him. I'm going to leave because you're obviously a dead man, so bye. So, like, anybody who deals with Stallone in this movie, he just wilts like a bitch. And he's just like, I'll tell you that you want to know. And so he tells where the Perrette's compound is, yep. all the deets, and then then uh, t- and for, for, uh, for being such a nice guy, Tango throws the uh, grenade in his pants. And then it falls down his pants like, ah, wah, wah. It was a dud. It yeah, wasn't he a, real a nice grenade. moment with Requin where he's just like, oh, it's a bloody dud. And like it, my testicles. And then, <laughs> I don't remember that line. But, and then he, I think he pisses himself or something. He did. Because there, there was like a piss joke. There, there, there was a piss joke where he's like, oh, man, he's standing in a puddle of the truth. Puddle of the truth. Apparently when That's you my pee- favorite new metal band, Puddle of Truth. Puddle of Truth. <laughs> and so... <laughs> They're like, all right, time to stake. First of all, we got to get. We need. We need a battle van. Well, we need a vehicle. I mean, we're convicts, escaped convicts. Don't so. you have a guy in Q unit? Q yes, I unit? do. Yeah, that's where Q. That's, I thought that's what it was called in James Bond. Is that called Q unit or the Q? Uh, it might be. I don't know. And uh, um, so they go to Owen. He's like, hey, guys. He I, happens to have a nice little, like, pedestal rotating. He's like, like, you ever see the A-Team? <laughs> I got a van just like it, but it's got rockets and bazookas and everything. It's, it's got, got a cha- five-chamber rotating yeah, gun. Yeah, it's got the gun Jesse Ventura had in Predator, like, yeah, on it, the side. It's beautiful. It's a perfect murder machine. Stallone, you would think. Stallone even says, this must be some kind of perfect murder machine. <laughs> It is, guys, but you can't take it. It's, it's what do you call prototype? I mean, where would you even get the pink slip for for this? Like from hell? And then Cash is like, "Don't worry, we're not gonna put a scratch on it. Just trust me. We're not even gonna get a parking ticket in Royal Oak, and they fucking give parking tickets to everybody." <laughs> and he's like, "All right." So they, they, they time to stake out the abandoned airfield that's been turned into the Perret compound because this. Is where the hugest fucking arms deal in the history of arms deal is going to go down here. Yeah, it looks like a motor. Meanwhile, track. Somebody pointed out on IMDb that they have all the evidence they need, but they still need to murder somebody. All they need to do is go to the cops with this tape that they had. Yeah, really. But they're like, we still got to murder these guys. So they are actually the dumbest. <laughs> we spent cops. two days in jail. We have to kill these motherfuckers. 
So, yeah, this Man, is, is I, where... I hate to feel, like, know how all these people who, after, like, 20 years of being in jail, and then they were like, oh, yeah, our <laughs> DNA proves that you're actually not guilty. Sorry. So, yeah, that'd be rough. And so, uh, yeah, so Perrette, he's all about the mazes. Even So they, they say this. They say there's a maze. It's not a maze. It's just like a fucking gravel pit. Again, it, it is a giant open field with, like, various levels. Jumps, yeah, it, there's some it, jumps. It, it's it, like, it looks like a monster truck. Like, that's what like, I said. Yeah, it looks like, like some kind of motocross, monster yeah. trucks. How far do you think they drove here? Well, I know I mean, the battle fan gets, like... A, Hundred yards per gallon. <laughs> so, yards per gallon. Huh? Yes. So, yeah. So they, you think they'd stop to like like load up beforehand? Yeah. No. They get there and they're already on E. Yeah. And like I love their plan is I'm just gonna drive around like crazy. I'm not gonna use any of the weapons that we have on At this. No this point. Man. Do they fire a gun? Shoot no. a rocket? Use the fucking oil slick? <laughs> smoke bomb? All- all it does, Cash, all he does is he pulls that, like, that warp drive thing, yeah. like, back and forth. Q explains the <laughs> the hydric oxide or whatever. Nitrous oxide, yeah. Whatever they use for super speed, yeah. they always explain it. Right. Uh, need for speed or what, what was that fucking movie There's a tons of movies. Road Warrior has nitrous oxide. In it. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. So it's it's, it's a it's a normal thing. For, it's a, it is really a normal thing. And so we've got a battle van. It is. So all they do, and I and it's funny that you said you mentioned grave diggers, and it's because that truck was Bigfoot, the Bigfoot, the it original was Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Yes. Okay. They just like painted it differently. That was the yeah. original monster truck of all monster trucks. Yeah. So popular, it actually had a cartoon series as a kid. I remember. I never watched it, but I remember. I think existed. I think I've seen uh, shit about it. Yeah. And so they're getting chased by that. They're getting chased by, like, bulldozers and all this shit. Yeah, it isn't until finally, like, two construction vehicles come in from uh, either side, uh, the three and nine o'clock, if you will, of the battle van and sandwich it to the point where they just stop and it can't do anything anymore. So Tango and Cash crawl out. Yeah, there's, like, a hatch on top. Yeah, they beat up the respective construction truck drivers, and they're just like, "Hey, we got new rigs." I think they killed them because they, they had a machine gun. They were oh, yeah, just firing and shit. Yeah, they just easily. And so, they, yeah, they jump in the bulldozers and they go, "Hey, these are better than that battle van we just ruined for no reason. We didn't do anything with." Yeah. So I somehow I don't know because like Griff's right. It was a pretty for as many explosions as there was. It was pretty fucking it's boring. Super boring. But they stopped all those guys. So everything some crashed somehow off screen. It all crashed. So they take these, like, bulldozer, whatever you want to call them, construction equipment. They barrel right through the compound. They finally get in this fucking compound. Perrette's been watching this whole thing like, with his rats. Yes, yes. Having a great time, just like Gravedigger. <laughs> what was the... What Bigfoot. Was the, Bigfoot. Stop them, Bigfoot. Stop them. <laughs> he was doing that. He's not even exaggerating. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, yeah, obviously he doesn't stop them. But they get. They finally get into this compound. And this is where the arms deal was, so there's guns everywhere. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it's right out of Pineal Express, where it's like coat hangers with guns <laughs> on them. And they're just, like, taking guns. Like, oh, okay, it's free. Cash got to take his boot gun. Yeah. And at the same time, we're, we're, we're going to check over into something happening. It's uh, Perrette making Catherine, because apparently he's captured Catherine. Yes, he's captured her. Uh, activate a bomb in the building. 
Yes. And so as they enter the building, they only now have 11 minutes, which they joke about constantly. Mm. 11 minutes. You've never lasted 11 minutes in between the sheets in your life. And uh, yeah, it was weird. And Perrette wasn't even disturbed by that. He's like, I'm going to stick around, too. Yeah, he was just <laughs> like, I'm going to hang out. <laughs> He's like kamikaze. He's like, we're all dying. Yeah. I'm going to go see Allah, motherfucker. It was very interesting. About and that. so, yeah, so we get a scene. They... they they finally get in the main compound. Quan and Lopez, his main henchmen, got their guns. Requin's got his. Very inclusive group. This is Hispanic, an Asian, and a British man. It's, I loved it. It warmed my heart. And then uh, I think Canyon Cash just killed Quan and Lopez like immediately. Uh, yeah, they're just going through. They're not hitting any resistance at. I mean, this movie needs to end. And they're like, we got to get them to the end bosses. Right. So they're just like rifling right through. There's like a moment where uh, Tango almost gets shot. And right. Cash pushes him out of the way and takes a bullet for him. Right. Of course, right in your favorite spot. <laughs> right. And of course, remember, people, if a bullet goes through your body, even if it hits your heart, you're going to survive. You're fine. Just as long as the bullet doesn't stay in your body. Exactly. You're fucked, man. So he's like, don't worry. It was, it's, it's just a flesh wound. Thanks, and so they kill Lopez and Quan, and with, and I this is where I point out that uh, fucking Cash has scope upon scope. He has like five scopes stacked on each other. You know, you mentioned that they had the gun just like out on uh, like I threw it in there, but like the coat hangers. But they also had Cash's favorite gun, a normal gun with forty five scopes on it. Like Tango got a normal it's, gun. It's like a Swiss Army gun, but it's with scopes. Yeah, and so. Reckon's smart enough that, like, I'm not going to get killed. I'm going to use Catherine as a uh, shield. So he's got Catherine. He's got a gun to her head. Yeah, he's like, and you bought me to drop it. And he's like, since that fucking two of you, I'm going to introduce a person that's never been in this movie until now. Chop, chop, come out. So a karate guy comes out. And, of course, since Stallone's the biggest of it the bad It should have been L.A. It should have been L.A. But it's just a random guy. Yeah. And so, of course, since he's the bigger badass... Stallone's got to take him on. Yeah, so they drop. Okay, they drop the guns. Aliong's double <laughs> fights uh, Tango. Tango. He fights Tango, and then Cash fights uh, Requin. Right. And Catherine gets passed along to Paray. Well, he just like hurls Catherine around. Yeah. He's like throws her away, and we think that she's about to be saved. Whatever. Yeah. But we get the nice fisticuffs. Everything. Well, the guy fighting Stallone is just fucking doing like fucking chops with his legs like just breaking tables and shit <laughs> and so, but of course it's Stallone so he still kicks his ass yeah Requin's got his uh, little butcher's knife so he's like I don't have a few minutes to cut you up and he goes that, <laughs> does but that's not a knife even though it's Australian but this guy doesn't his, his, his accents it's, everywhere it's like my accents it yeah. just comes and goes he's like I don't. I don't even remember. How did they kill Requin? Oh, so Requin. Okay. Yeah, uh, Cash gets him with a grenade. Yeah, he's like, and he's like, here's another ball or something. You know? Yeah, he's just like, hey man, I got a new plan for you. Plan C. He drops a grenade in his pants, pushes him down a staircase. But this was the day that Requin was wearing underwear, so it didn't fall down his pants. Yeah, like, went right in his underwear. Yeah, throws him down a flight of stairs, and he explodes. So now. Tango and Cash recover, and they're like, don't fight. Where's my sister? And they look, that way. Yeah, they look, and they see this hallway, and it's just Second happens. movie in a row <laughs> <laughs> that there's an Enter the Dragon <laughs> yes, mirror right. trick. Oh, my God. Except 
fucking Noel's bar is retarded because there's only one image. But yeah. this one has the true Enter the Dragon thing. Yeah. It's, it's a Hall I'm of Mirrors. I, I'm glad I got the movie right, though. Yeah. I, I was like, I knew oh, it's a Bruce Lee movie where they did the effect. But. Right. And so Stallone's got, and then like uh, Perrette's got tiger claws on. No, he doesn't have tiger and, claws on. And he's mocking them. He's just like, you boys don't know which one is me. I've got your pretty here. Like fondling will, that yeah. luscious 80s hair. I will kill her if you guys don't <laughs> do French all of a sudden. I will kill her. Well, I've been calling him Perrette the whole time. Yeah, but it's so. Perrette. They say they never called him Perrette once in this movie. Well, that's because they're insensitive American assholes. Okay, and <laughs> so they're like, it, it, he's like, I know which one, don't you? You know, they're they're still yeah, they're, bantering. They're whispering. They both. This was actually kind of awesome. Uh, so they both are like, do you know which one? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Kneecap. You get left. I get right. On three, three, two, and of course on two they shoot. Right. But instead of shooting kneecaps, they both shoot Perrette in the head. And then we get the great, awful, I mean, stuntman who looks not, he's like, he's like a, like a 20 year old guy with a fucking wig on who like is supposed to be Jack Palance's old ass. And he falls through the mirrors, yeah. breaks every mirror. And they're like, how did you know it was that guy? And uh, then, and then they, 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 they fucking mirror explain it to us. Uh, yeah, they're they like, really do. They both have, they both found a different clue and it's like, well, oh, they're brilliant yeah. in their own way. Well, yeah, because Stallone was like, because apparently even Perrette's an evil bastard, rat loving bastard. He still found a woman to love him because he had a wedding ring on. Yeah. And he noticed that the reflection, it would be obviously on the opposite hand. Yeah. But in the real one, it wouldn't. So that's how he knew. I don't I fucking remember or care how Cash figured it out. But Cash figured, figured it out because he had a bandana on his left knee. Oh. He was in, he was was in a chachi? Why is he yeah. fucking <laughs> bandana on his knee? He's in, he's in the chachi thing. <laughs> and so the bomb's still going to go off. So it's like, oh, we're going to Yeah. And so, yeah. so they do the classic running away, like make a leap, and then yeah. it explodes. They have some fun banter where Cash is like, "Oh man, my arm hurts from saving your life, Tango." And Catherine's just like, "You saved his life," and he's like, "Yeah, Kiki, I saved your brother's life." Is that good enough to go on a date with your sister? Yeah, and Tango, of course, is like, oh, "Look at the market right about now." He's like, "Well, if you let me chaperone, maybe save my life." And then they do the fucking classic bro high five right over her. Oh, and then we see like a fucking newspaper printout. Hero cops, like, uh, I don't remember the one. I'm looking for the word. I, I, I don't know. Bust $40 billion <laughs> heroin industry. No, they're like, uh, I don't know, the proven innocent. I yeah, don't know. There's a better word for it, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Cut to credits. Oh, let's get some credits. So, let's man. Get, yeah. Whew. That was something. I, I really hope people are excited to watch this movie because it is you it should. is so fun. Mike, you better watch this because he's never seen this. I really hope Mike watches it. And by the way, he's about to pass us as the most popular. He's going to be better than us. True. That True. irritates me. But what doesn't irritate me, Griff, is, you know, we've been getting a lot of shit from people. And by shit, <laughs> I mean no shit because yeah. nobody we get no feedback. Well, we get we get a few feedback on Twitter, but it's always positive because we're awesome. 
But we noticed ourselves. We're getting away from the mission statement. No, we, we hold ourselves to a certain standard. We haven't done a Going Globus jam in a long time. Are you trying to tell me that we're about to do three weeks in a row? Of we're gonna, no, we're going to do four. Because four. I came up with a fourth movie I watched nice. recently. Nice. So minimum four straight Golden Globes. Nice. But we're going we're gonna to start you out slow. I can't think of a better way to really ring in May than exactly. four weeks of Golden Globes movies. Well, we're going to start you out slow. Well, we're, all, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary, and we got a big movie set up for that. But that's like three weeks from now. So... Next week we're gonna start you out slow. This is a, this is a very obscure movie. It's almost impossible to find. It's on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's a little movie called Young Warriors. Griff, have you ever wondered what a movie would be like if it combined Animal House with Death Wish? Uh yeah. Well, you're gonna find out. I think I have found out. <laughs> that yes, you have seen Young Warriors, but the <laughs> people so are gonna find it. Yes, it's amazing. There's amazing shit in it. I don't want. We'll get into it next week. We've what are we? Two hours now? Or did we make? We're it? getting close. Okay, so I'm gonna cut it short. Be there next week, Young Warriors. Keep it warm.